You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. So referrals are the golden apples of the business world. When you get one, you kind of know you did good when they come your way because you essentially know that you've increased that no like, and trust factor, right? And you've heard that everywhere, right? In the business world, you got to create that no like, and trust factor for people to uh, buy your product or get something, you know, from you or whatever it is, or refer somebody over to you. So that's going to be true wherever you go, especially um, in business or otherwise. The challenging part of that is consistent referrals, right? Consistent referrals are challenging to get. They're sporadic. You can't really rely on them to create or generate consistent amount of revenue. And so what I'm going to talk about here is, you know, the different types of referral sources and a simple way that you can create your own referral network so that you are, you have a better understanding or a better, um, can't think of the word at the moment, but a better way of just really staying in control of what comes your way, right? So there's a form of control, a bit of control about being able to create your own network and generate referrals consistently your way, right? So there are about three different types of referral sources that I'm going to cover today. And the first one are going to be current clients. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what that referral system looks like. Next, our past clients want to talk about what that particular referral source looks like. And then I'm going to talk about third-party sources, and there's two parts to that. There's direct connection and indirect connection. And I'll explain what those are in just a bit. So in creating your network, we want to create something that is going to not only generate referrals, but like I said before, increase that no like, and trust factor to where People know who you are. They know what you do. They know the type of clients to refer to you. And you build your business through the rapport that you build with your customers. So starting off with your current clients, when you want to increase that no like, and trust factor and increase that referral capacity, you're going, you create a simple touch point system for asking for referrals. So that might look like a couple of different ways, really. But in the when you're working with a client, you can prep them for the conversation. So in the beginning of working with them, you might say something similar to, you know, I typically ask for, you know, referrals or, you know, I would love to work with more customers like yourself who understand X. Who do you know who might need my services? Or you can say something similar to that or create your own, whatever that sounds like, right? So you're going to create a a simple touch point. So you might prep them in the beginning when you're just starting off working with them, there might be a particular milestone or a frequent point that happens with all of your customers where you can actually say and ask them, I'm going to, at some point, I'm going to be asking you for a referral because you're a happy client, right? (laughs) You always want to do this with a happy client and not with somebody who's really pissed off with you or angry or whatever, obviously. But you build that into the system that you have. And so it becomes part of your day-to-day part of your, if you have assistants or a team, part of their system, part of what their KPIs are, right? So it's a simple touch point for just simply asking, 
And you can send that through email, text, however you typically ask or would like to ask your customer. Or uh, maybe you do that in a conversation. It's just a simple conversation that you that you have with your customer. So for past clients, it's still a system. You're still going to create a simple touch point system for keeping in touch or providing resources as needed. So what this actually looks like is once a client has finished working with you, you have a system. And when I say the word system, I'm not talking about anything complicated, right? Because I believe in simple things. And we have a simple follow-up system. So maybe six months, 12 months down the line, um, you know, be, even before then, when they finish their service with you, you have a, I call it like a see you later package, right? So you give them the final invoice, you give them additional resources, you give them whatever they need when their service has ended. And you might ask for a review, right? At that point, you should ask for a referral. But what you're trying to do after that initial, you know, see you later package is to create a relationship for recurring services and potential referral sources. So what you do is you you follow up six months, 12 months down the line and you check in. You know, it's been six months since we last worked with, with each other. How is everything going? Do you need anything? Is there something that I can give to you at the moment or provide for you that would make your life easier, right? And a lot of the professionals that I work with now, we create that network and that system based off of, you know, how many clients they have. It's, it's amazing how most CEOs don't have a system like this. I've spoken with many people who have hundreds of clients, uh, past clients that they've worked with, but never followed up on. And, you know, doing a simple touch point or follow up generated additional income, right? Or a referral. Or something like that. So this type of follow-up system is important to have in your business. And I remember um, doing a brief stint or a brief um, video or training on the types of systems you need to have. This is definitely one of them. But um, this type of system could be done by you or your assistant or your team or whatever that actually looks like. But it is a conversation, a phone call, an email, a text, some sort of message. It could be whatever it is. But you maintain contact. And I'm not talking about like an email marketing thing. I'm talking about a real human connection, a real human conversation in which you follow up. Again, it doesn't have to be you. It could be your team. But the point here is to bake it into your everyday dealing. So if you are reaching out to three new people or current clients or past clients or third-party sources, which I'll talk about in a minute, then you also include past clients for, you know, three or five past clients, right? But you make it part of your day-to-day or at least your weekly, okay? So simple system. So your current, your current clients and your past clients require a simple system for you to follow up or have a conversation with your people. So you can build that no like, and trust factor so they can actually refer somebody over to you. Now, the third source here is where the meat of your referral network comes into play. And I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what this actually looks like and dig a little deeper than I did the other two because this is very different. So your third-party sources are going to be comprised of two different types of sources. Direct referral sources are those that serve your ideal audience in a complementary way. So this could mean, so maybe you're a web designer and a complementary service could be SEO or copywriting or something like that. So these are people who are in the same space you're in, serving the same types of clients, but in a very different way than what you do. 
Now, your indirect is the, they're people in the same space. They're serving, they're not necessarily serving your ideal audience, but they could put you in front of groups of them, potentially. Uh, this could be like an organization, uh, a licensing organization or business that, um, you know, gives them the certification, right? Maybe you partner with them to build or send referrals your way. So direct and indirect. And you go, you're going to want to create relationships with um, everybody in these spaces, the direct and indirect areas. Now, thinking about uh, your referral network, I want you to think and answer a couple of questions, just two for the moment. What needs or services do does your client actually, your customers actually have while working with you? What do they need? So again, back to the website design service, right? So your website designer and your customers need SEO. Maybe they need um, uh, social media strategist or maybe need an assistant or maybe somebody does blogging, whatever it is. Think about, I want you to brainstorm a list of topics or potential um, uh, service areas, excuse me, that you could connect with. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. But what needs or services does does your current customers need while working with you? And after they work with you, what services would they need after they're done? A lot of people forget about how your customers need additional services after you. Their journey is still continuing. Before you, they're going through their own thing, trying to figure out if they need this particular service from you or somebody else or how to solve their problem. Then they find somebody, then you're working with them. And then where most business owners make the mistake, they let them go after the service is done, right? So creating your referral, they become a past client. So you need to keep that keep in touch system and and uh, customer service touch point there. But um, for those after that journey, is ended with you, it still is going on. And so they need additional services, much like working with real estate agents. After the the sale of the house, they're still going to need a whole lot more. They're going to need lawn care and child care if they have children. They're going to think about life insurance. If they have a business, business insurance. Maybe they need to be put in front of, you know, certain types of community services, right? So you're thinking about your customer and what they need afterwards. And you're thinking about what types of um, connections or services that you can connect connect them with. So you're thinking about those things. So again, here you're going to create a list. You want to brainstorm here out of the outline that you're going to create. You're going to create a list of potential referral sources, either by category, industry, or profession. How I like to do this is really by um, profession, right? So if I need three accountants because I'm a business coach, I might need three accountants. I might need three web um, website designers. I keep saying the number three because that's the next step here. <laughs> but um, you create a list, data dump, do a brainstorm of all the categories, professions, or industries that you think you would need to connect with. And then you're going to fill in three in each category. So the, the, the magic number three here, there's a reason for that. Um, I choose the number three because when a customer comes to you and they say they need a referral for X, you have three potential people that you can refer them to. Yes, I do know a social media manager. Here are three that have been completely vetted by me. They do great work. The reviews are outstanding and they are at different price points. These are your three options. And so if somebody on that list of three are not available, maybe they have too much work or they're overloaded or they can't take any more clients, your client 
has the option to go to two other people, right? And because you know them, you like them, you trust them, and they know that, they'll they'll pick one of those three, right? So the magic number of three in case things happen, right? So they may not, you know, one out of three or two out of three may not may be busy. If somebody is not available or somebody falls ill, God forbid, or they're no longer wanting to be part of this particular network, you can just fill the spot. So I choose the number three because it's easy to do that. And it's also providing a service for your for your customers, especially if they're at the same, the different price point, providing slightly different services and packages, and they have options. People love options, limited number of options, but they still love options. So anyway, you create the list, you choose three to fill each particular category, and then you have a conversation. So what this might actually look like is, yes, and I hear some people grumbling and mumbling and groaning. (laughs) Yes, you got to speak to people. You got to people. At some point, you got to people, right? But you're having conversations and you're inviting them. Start with family and friends and and ask, does anybody know um, an accountant that they can recommend or a social media strategist they could recommend or a website designer they can recommend, right? And then you invite that that particular person because family and friends know somebody somewhere, right? And you invite that person to have a conversation with you. And in that conversation, you're asking that potential referral source, you know, how do they get started? You know, who do they serve? What What does their ideal client look like? How do I refer somebody over to you? What resources do you have for potential customers? And then that same information and that same conversation that they're sharing that information with you, you share with them what you're looking for. You're looking for this type of client. Um, these are the services that I provide. You know, I would love to, and at the end, you would say something similar to, I would love to um, continue this relationship and see, you know, how we can work together. Um, if if in their conversation, you can think of somebody you can refer over to them, do that. If you have somebody in mind that would make a good fit for them, do that. If not, no worries. Still thank them for the time and maintain the content. Maintain the contact. So the relationship is going to be important here. And that's the fourth part here. But in that conversation, the conversation could be like 30 minutes. Doesn't need to be an hour or so. But you get to learn more about who they are, what they do, who they serve. You share that information. And then you start referring people to them once you've thoroughly vetted them to make sure that their services are um, up to par and that they have good reviews. I mean, ideally, you want to do all that before you have a conversation with them. But, you know, sometimes the research comes after. And after the conversation, you maintain contact. So that could be quarterly, it could be every six months, but you still want to have a conversation. So there's a four-part process that I do for maintaining the relationship. And it's not something that I, I created myself. So I this I got from somebody else and it works wonderfully. Um, but to maintain the relationship. So going back a bit, right? Just to summarize what building your referral network actually looks like. You're going to create a list by category, industry, profession, whatever that is. Just data dump, brainstorm. And then in each particular industry or category or profession that you have, try to fill three per category. Okay, and then you're going to start looking for those people to have conversations with. And if they're a good fit, you're going to keep them in your network and then you're going to maintain the relationship so they can refer and you can refer to them. So hopefully that makes sense. But to maintain the relationship, there's four parts that I typically do or include. One, again, not my idea, but it's a great idea. <laughs> One, you invite them to something. 
So if you have a system for reaching out to them on a quarterly basis, uh, you can invite them to something that you're doing, a live training, an event, a podcast, um, whatever it is, you can invite them to something. And if they're local, maybe to a community event that you're hosting or you're going to, or maybe um, I had somebody invite me to um, a theater event and I'm here in Philadelphia. So we went to the Walnut Street Theater and we watched Patsy Cline. So <laughs> it was it was very interesting and awesome. This was just an awesome connection to work um, to connect with somebody, but invite them to something. OK, or introduce them to someone that makes sense. So I get a lot of podcast referrals. So, um, you know, some of my connections will refer podcast guests to me all the time and I will refer podcast guests or particular clients or a particular service. And that could be a simple email like, hey, John, here's Kathy. She does X. He does this. Have fun. <laughs> like rock out. I think you two would be a great fit. You know, I would love for you two to, to have a conversation or start a conversation. Introduce somebody. Next, or you can just share a resource if it makes sense. So if you are doing a podcast or a blog or something that you've read in your professional space, right, that makes sense to share, do that as well. So that could be something from an article that you read or an article that you've written or a podcast that you've done or a video that you've created, or it doesn't have to be something that you've done or created, but something that makes sense because of something you've heard them say in a conversation you've had with them, right? So maybe they're into golfing and you saw this article about the, the best clubs to buy and you decide to you know sell, send that article over to them, right? Or maybe they're having an issue with their tech or their, their IT company and you know somebody who does that and you can refer that over to somebody. You, right. You can make that introduction or share a resource. Right. Or the one that's here is thinking of you. So this this one here gets a lot of people. But the thinking of you is the human connection. And it's a simple one liner um, and it works well for people you haven't even spoken to in, in a while. I use it all the time. But because I have a sense of humor, it's just worded a little differently. <laughs> but, um, you know, thinking of you like, hey, Matt, it's been a while. I was thinking about you. How have things been? And that's it. That it, that's all it is. How are you doing? I was thinking about you. What's up? Or how's business going? How's your family? How's your whatever? Right? Works for people you haven't spoken to in a long time. And it also works for just generally. Um, when you've fallen off of, you know, staying in contact with people at six months, nine months down the line or whatever it is. But um, hopefully all of that makes sense, but that's how you maintain the relationship in, in, in a way that I use it in this four area areas, invite, introduce, share a resource, or just a simple thinking of you. So when you've created your referral source, your, like your network, this is part of maintaining the relationship. How you create consistency is the connection part of it, the human contact, the, the conversation, the whatever, right? A lot of times we want to sell all the time, but that's not always the case. People are going to buy what they need or want, and it really has nothing to do with you. It's just going to satisfy their needs or their wants, right? But if you can get people to know, like, and trust you, and if you can show that you are caring, people understand and receive that. And because they know you are like that with them, they know that you're going to be like that with other people they send your way. So creating your own referral network. Um, and there's something I forgot to mention for creating your list. If you create a list of about 50 to 100 people on that list. So 
don't worry about the numbers if you can't make it. If you can only get like 20 categories or 15 categories, start there. It will grow as you grow, as you identify your clients' needs and wants, and your list will grow. But in short, in summary, there are three types of referral sources to maintain consistency. So your, your current clients and your past clients. Now, this is part of your low-hanging fruit where, because I hear this all the time, when you get busy, you just don't do any of this stuff. So your current clients and your past clients' referral sources are the low-hanging fruit that's baked into your system. If you have a team um, or an assistant or somebody that can help you maintain or manage the day-to-day, this is baked into their system. So this runs without you being there or without you having to get involved, right? Low-hanging fruit, that requires absolutely no part of your, <laughs> no part of you if you have a team, okay? But the other part of your referral sources are your third-party sources, your direct and your indirect, people who work with your clients directly, but in a different uh, offer, they offer a different service than you. And then your indirect are people who don't necessarily serve your ideal audience in the same way, or but they're in the same space somewhere, maybe. That's, that's a maybe but they can put you in front of groups of your ideal audience so you can then um, reach out to them and connect with them. So out of those types of referral sources, you want to create a list of what your clients need, uh, what they could need, right? And then you're going to have conversations, invite people to have conversations with you. And that is just a simple, I would love to get to know you and your business better. Would you be open to a 30-minute call? right? And start the conversation. You figure out who they are, what they want, what type of services they have and packages they have and clients they are looking for. And you share that same information so they can refer clients over to you as well. And then you maintain the relationship. (laughs) Okay. And we just talked about what that actually includes. A simple way to do that is to invite, introduce, share, resource, or a simple thinking of you. So hopefully all of that makes sense. Hopefully it all makes sense. But with everything that I just talked about, what one thing are you committed to doing? I talked a lot about the different types of lists that you should be creating and how you should be having conversations. There's always comments and questions around um, reaching out to people and whatnot. So if you have questions around that, please let me know. But if you could commit to doing one thing based off of this particular thing, topic we were just talking about, what is it? We'd love to know what that is. So for those watching and for those watching the replay uh, later, what would you like help with? How can I help you? And would you like me to help you? If you have something you would like to explore or talk about further, I'm going to put a link in the comments for you to schedule a time with me. So with that, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for watching the replay and I will see you around soon. So go be great and enjoy the balance of your day. And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor Podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional, and impactful business outside of the hustle culture society you live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.